0: The warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances
1: are you're about to lose. Uh, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the warm-up for another week. Matt Wall and Cam Mooney with you as always. Big, big show on the way. Can't wait to get it underway because it is getting so close to Christmas with a great story, Moons, coming up. but I don't want to touch too much <laughs> on it, but... Sand has been sacked this week, which is uh, disappointing. Now, for kids listening... Maybe fair enough. Well, maybe fair enough. We'll get to that in our uh, Moons of Six Pack about some great sackings very soon. How are you, mate?
2: I'm really well, thank you, my friend. How are you?
1: Good. Uh, Yes, sort of feel like we're winding down a few weeks to Mm -hmm. Christmas, which is nice. There's still plenty of sport. Big bash starts, or has started this week.
2: Tell you what I do, love. I was just reading the paper yesterday and uh, just seeing Richmond down at uh, Gippsland Way doing... The old camps, when the camps come out for those two or three days and the boys just get flogged for a couple of days. Did you like fantastic. them? Uh, I didn't mind getting away. It was good fun. You knew it was going to be tough. But then hopefully, hopefully the coaches might have just guided you into a little pub maybe at the end of it, just yep. for just for a couple of beers just to say, well done, boys. Yeah, good effort. Because the greatest way to get to know your mates, teammates, people, I'm going to be with them yep. after a hard slog.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, Riley Richson, one of the Kelpies, is going to join us uh, a little bit later on. Look, My giving, boy. We've given them a bit of a hard time. That's
2: no, 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 no. You've given them a bit of a hard time. Okay. Well, the show... I is, am their number one fan. The
1: show has given them a bit of a hard time. <laughs> I have given them a bit of a hard time. So we'll catch up with him a little bit later on, find out what's going on with the dancing and all the stuff. Mm. But it's, um, it made me think this week, and one of the reasons why I got Riley on, is that we had Kim K kim kardashian the other week she was announced as uh man of the year congratulations to kim <laughs> taylor's well i don't know taylor swift was announced this week as person of the year yes and so i thought well maybe men's sport or men aren't getting enough profile so rather ah, yes, we'll enough. push the men's game because I we, feel have like been, we have been we have been pushed back into do, the shadows haven't we, we? we? <laughs> have a little bit so congratulations to kim and taylor but uh that's coming up very very soon Big Bash, mate. You've uh, caught any of the Big Bash? To the Look, start I didn't of season. catch
2: the last. I didn't catch the uh, the first round. I caught the second uh, last nights as well. But interesting, and I'll let you to run through this because I did. I I missed it. So tell me about this whole Amy Shark, this whole first bowl, throw out the first pitch kind of concept. Well,
1: I don't want to hang it on Amy Shark. No, it's not, it's not about Amy. It's not about her because, in fact, she actually did a very good job considering the pressure. But so the Big Bash this year. Trying to come up with some ideas similar similar to the NBL. I, I, li- I, did, I like this. I did see the NBL during the week highlight some of the celebs that they've had during the season. Um, you weren't yeah, in the, the, the real. No, what, what? You weren't part of the whole thing. <laughs> but you, were, you, you probably left on the yeah. cutting room floor. But this week the Big Bash uh, have kicked off the, the season and kicking off the games with a celebrity coming and doing a first bowl and literally running onto the pitch. So this is Amy shark. We might even play quickly some of the audio. sun's in my eyes,
3: guys.
2: Making excuses. It was
1: wide. It was very, very wide. In fact, it would have been called a wide, and it bounced probably a second time close to the stumps up that end. To be fair, her style was pretty good. She did a very good Mm. effort, very good job.
2: So can I say... I love this idea because I, I love how they throw it out in the baseball. At baseball, you throw out at the first pitch. Now, as we are talking about, if you throw a great pitch, no one cares. Yep. But if you throw a bad one, it's yeah, there for it, the rest of your life.
1: For the rest of your life. I think the idea around this is, is solid, but like we always do with the entertainment, I thought the AFLW entertainment mm-hmm. was a – I did highlight it was going to be dodgy. I thought it was. We have these great ideas, but we don't quite have the f- sophistication to deliver them well. In America, <laughs> they seem to deliver that sort of stuff well. I know. That's the first piece they
2: walk out. It's it's a bit of a hoo ha.
1: Nothing to do with Amy Sharp. Yeah, Amy but we've Schart. got to
2: start from a great. We've got to start from a base, and we've got to build.
1: No, no, no. So it's nothing to do with her. I'm saying the idea of bowling the ball is great, but we're doing it when there's virtually no one in the crowd. The game's still half an hour away. It feels like it's a bit of a.
2: Oh, was it really that? TV yes, moment's that's not, great. not great. So, can I just say in t- in 2017, yours truly got to throw out a first pitch.
1: What Yankees?
2: No, it was that Werribee?
1: Oh yeah. yeah. So S- they're, they're, similar, there's a, the local line.
2: local league through S- Werribee. They they gave me a call. Similar standard, yeah. Similar, yeah. you know, atmosphere. Yeah. They gave me a call and said, "Would you like to throw out the first pitch for our game?" So it was the Werribee Giants v somebody. And let me tell you, my son and I, who both we own. Uh, baseball mitts because I, I do love everyone else, takes their son for a kick. I throw, I take mine for a catch because oh, I love baseball. Yeah. And it's fair to say that I did a little bit of uh, practice for the week and nailed it. Bang! Ball like I threw heat straight over the plate, and there's nothing better. And the four or
1: five people there watching were all just were absolutely so, yeah, thrilled with real. my efforts. Yeah.
2: Unbelievable. But uh, let's say, move it forward so it's virtually right before the first ball is about to be bowled. Crowds there, they get that. Everyone gets their hands well, up, clapping, the hands up, clapping, pump it up. Need to
1: be on the be field. out
2: there as well. Yes, correct. In
1: fact, a keeper, and it could have been. To be fair, I can't remember seeing the far end. Mm. It may have been the Brisbane keeper yeah. or whatever. But I feel like it needs to be. They bowl it and then walk off the walk pitch off, walk and off, and start. the game
2: starts. Yes, I'm yeah. with you on that, and do that, and get your celebrities out there because you know what. It's, if it bowls well, everyone goes, great. If it's poor, it's played everywhere. It's great promotion. It's a lot of fun. Would you do it? Absolutely, I'd oh, do it.
1: Oh, yeah, I reckon you have to have a bit of guts
2: Probably to do triple it. bounce it.
1: Well, that's what I mean. Do it'd, it, Johnny it, Howard. It'd, never, it'd be the first thing they'd play, at the bounce. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but that's
2: why you've got to... Imagine the people that would do it in the stuff-ups. It would be hilarious.
1: Didn't um, uh, didn't the US President, George Bush, do it once? Well, yes, he
2: did. It was after the 9-11 uh, terrorist attack. So... Uh it was in the Derek Dieter documentary. If you haven't watched that, watch that because I'm a big Derek Jeter man. So apparently just before he walked out, he was talking to Derek Jeter in the in the clubhouse. And Derek as he walked off turned around and said, Mate, do not bounce it. Do not stuff this up. Yeah. They will boo you till you It would w-. be a Johnny Howard moment. And to his credit, the, the great George Bush just threw it straight down the middle. Bang. He would have been it was right before, was during the playoffs, or during the World Series, I can't remember exactly which game it was, but it was right after the 9 uh, I'm pretty
1: sure he announced war on terror or whatever the wording was that time, and he stood up, he was at the, he was at the first golf club. tee, and he said, look, we've announced war on terror, <laughs> we're going to track down da-da-da-da. Now watch this drive. Yeah. And walked over <laughs> and, and, and smacked this drive down the middle. That is, it's like when, I haven't played golf for a while, but it's, it's, when, someone, when you rock up to a tee box and someone says you can you can play through yeah. and you're like, oh, I'm actually not that good at golf. Like, I don't know if I can play through. And if you ever nail one of your oh. one drives for the day and you walk past going, thanks, guys. It's the best feeling ever. Can I
2: say I was playing golf down at 13th years and years ago and the great Greg Williams, Diesel, was coming up behind us. Now, if you ever know Diesel and how he plays, he plays quick. He's a real quick player. Ball down, bang, hits, goes the next one. He's just on the move. So he yeah. caught up to us pretty quick. I saw him from behind. I said, oh, come through, dude. ago. Like, oh, thanks. For he sat it down, put the ball down. Bang, straight down the middle. Turned around said, thanks, guys, and just kept walking. <laughs> and we all looked at each other and went, the great man. <laughs> <laughs> what a legend.
1: Hey, I've been uh, loving all the cricket chat this week. Of course, footy is not a great deal of news. But uh, something we spoke about earlier mm. this year around uh, the World Cup and uh, being over in India was Shane Watson's shirt. Now, this is what you had to say about that shirt earlier this year. He's wearing a kid's
2: shirt. Yeah, it's... And these buttons, if you're, if you're in front of him, watch out. These buttons are going to be flying off Hit someone in the eye and taking your eye clean out.
1: Now, he did commentate this year, and he was doing it very tough with a shirt that was under a fair bit of pressure. As much as David Warner opened the batting for Australia <laughs> at the moment. We'll get to that a little bit later on. But Shane Watson's hit back this week. He's got a good excuse, and I'm, I'm sort of with him.
2: Some of the buttons <laughs> asked a lot of the buttons to hold in there. But that shirt fit normally before it went into the wash.
1: Come on, mate. you <laughs> in course India. it did. There's, we spoke to Finchie last there's, week. There's a thousand,
2: a, there's a thousand tailors. You, <laughs> you can pick up a sh-
1: shirt on every street corner for about three dollars. <laughs> Go and get yourself a shirt. So Shane Watson this week did own up saying that the buttons were under a bit of. Pressure. <laughs> the buttons asked a lot of the buttons. To. Asking a lot of the buttons.
2: Yes, we're fair enough to. Hey, uh, first test coming up,
1: over in the west.
2: Yeah, happy about it.
1: I think so. I like the Perth Test because I think the time is that zone's where you great have for have the, the East
2: Gabba Test? I know it's yeah, isn't I'm that not always
1: tradition? Sure, what's happened there? To be honest, um, well, the way that this summer have you is ever been over out. to the
2: new? Shouldn't say new. No, it is newish. Like it's still the newest yeah. stadium.
1: Well, it's called the West Test now.
2: Ah, the West Test,
1: which is the first I've I don't heard mind of it it. This week, I, I like it too, but it's the first obviously pushing that. Have little you been bit. to the stadium? I've not actually been in there. Uh, people who've been there, friends and stuff, say. It's amazing. It is. I've got it's heaps of friends living in WA have been there and think it's great. There is a concern around in the cricket, they're not getting the crowds they were for the Australian stuff more so than the um than the Big Bash team because the Perth Scorchers, like they're yeah. well followed. Well, I think um, the
2: Wacker was such a great traditional cricket ground. Yeah. I think they're over there, they've they've taken a little bit of time to probably move over. Yeah, I agree. To, to, I feel to the new well stadium
1: the the different it's such a contrast I mean the grassy knolls mm. that were at the uh, the wacker and you could sit and watch the cricket I've been there a few times were just amazing yeah. and obviously um, a one day and you're coming in the night time and it's it's the sun's coming mm-hmm. like it's a it's a great spot and obviously there's been some amazing cricket there but yeah it's a big stadium I mean you go to the MCG and it could be twenty two degrees outside, but in there it's a firm, yeah. like it's hot. Like in, in, at the I've been to the Perth Stadium for the cricket, but I imagine on a hot day it's steaming in there. Like it would be a, a tough place to watch Test cricket all day in those stands.
2: Look, I think over here, I guess at the MCG it's so traditional that we don't know anything else. Oh, of course, but because of the wacker was, and I, I've been to the wacker. I trained on the wacker, played on it, uh, seen cricket games on it, and it is it is special. It's unique, yeah. and I, I'd prefer them on the wacker to be honest, but. You Can fit 60,000 at the other place, yeah.
1: So. I, I I think test cricket would, would have been good to keep there, but obviously, that's mm. just not going to happen. So, it's I mean, this the new team's amazing. So, it's going to be interesting because, um, the new kits have rolled out too for the Australians, they've got the big Toyota logo on this year. I just think we never get the one day kit right. Um, we've got a picture there of Josh Hazelwood wearing the one well, day. Well, I kit. don't
2: like the test one, I don't like. The big, plonking Toyota right on the... It's very high too. Right, right on the chest. Yeah. Like, I'm all for sponsors, but when you when it's virtually just taking over everything that's on an Australian shirt...
1: I know, but... Yeah, and I know in an
2: international... And I can take the one-day shirts, but when it comes to a test shirt, I kind of like it just a bit more plain. Yeah,
1: I guess it's a bit like the international soccer or football. They don't have um, a sponsor on when they play, but obviously normal football soccer do. In the yeah. AFL we don't, so sometimes we don't quite adjust to it. But I, I don't mind that so much, but I just feel like we, I don't know if it's ASICS or what it is, but we just don't quite get those shirts right. Or you don't right. like so, the
2: Canary Yellow?
1: Oh, I just feel like the whole thing's a bit, you know, part cricketish. I don't. Don't love it. So I think they could do a better job than that. Hey, uh, coming up on the show, we're going to chat to Riley Richardson from the Kelpies uh, talking about the nut bush. Yes, a bit of Tina Turner action. That's coming out very soon. But Santa was sacked during the week. Can you believe? we want to chat about that and some of the best sackings we've heard of in the world of sport. This is the warm-up with wall Moons. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. <laughs> You're listening to the Warm-Up
0: with Warlow and Moons for bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at bet365. Chances are you're about to lose.
1: Hope you're enjoying the show this morning. Wallow Moons with you. Riley Richardson, one of the Kelpies, Australian netballers, to join us uh, very soon. Looking forward to chatting to him and our marketplace as well. I'm, well, I don't know. We're buying and selling. I'm just having a look what I was going to do. The MBL, I'm selling the MBL this week. You sold it last sell, week, actually. We... We'll get to that a bit later, don't What are you doing? Well, a big thing happened during the week. <laughs> <laughs> They've, um... yeah, no, it's not good. But we'll get to that a little bit later on. Are they trying? Uh, I don't know what they're doing here, but it was amateur hour this week. We'll get to that a little bit later on. Hey, um, six-pack this week, Moons. I, want do, yes. I don't know if you heard the story. Um, oh, I heard the story. In Geelong this week. Yes, Warn Pond. Warn Pond Shopping Centre. Um, the big man in the red suit was given the lemonade and sass because Santa, that is, was sacked mm. because he had said something lewd to one of the kids. Yes. So sacked on the spot, move on, thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. So big report this week, Santa's on the way out, kids were devastated, they had to find a replacement. So that's obviously disappointing.
2: Now, can I say, did you, have your family had an experience with this Santa? Well,
1: three or four days previous to the sacking, um... My wife and two boys went to see Santa. It was a big lineup. It was a fair stuff round, mm. all the rest of it, which is pretty stock standard this time of year. But Santa was so flustered and so angry at what was going on at people everywhere, he actually said to the person, well, just hurry up and take the photo. <laughs> and my boys, <laughs> Freddie's crying his little heart out. Um, he would have been anyway, and Hugo was like a stunned mullet. But um, my wife's like, I've never heard of, of a rude ruder Santa, Santa in my life. Three days later, the bloke's been sacked. Now, I want to put on record. was probably coming. I reckon it was, and it's a weekend of December. Like he couldn't even make it through the first couple of weeks. Anyway, reports this week another Santa has come out. This legit, and said this Santa has given hardworking Santas a bad name because everyone else is working hard yes. and old mates ruining ruining their reputation. Hundred so, percent. So I just think Santa, come on, mate, you're working. You know the kids are going to cry. One month. You know in they're the not going to
2: talk to you. You know they're going to be shy. Just deal with it. That's why you are paid.
1: So this week on The Six Pack, we want to do some of the best sacking. Six pack. There's been some absolute rippers moons over the years, and we want to go through some of the best sackings. Some surprising, some mm. forced upon, some put your hand up, I'm going to sack myself operation. Did you sack yourself, actually?
2: Well, basically, I, I tried to, to be honest. 2011. I think we're playing. We're playing the Suns up there in their first home and home and away game on the Gold Coast, and we're playing them. Gaz, us against Gaz, and all that kind of stuff. I was really struggling for form. My Body was packing up, and at halftime, I said to Scotty, "Mate, can I have the red vest?" Because that was when the we had the red vest. Yeah. So give me the red vest. I'm done. Because we talking about guys. I quit. Because these blokes were running around me like I was a witch's hat, and I thought, you know what? I realised I'm done. What round, roughly? Oh, it was like around 10 or something. Oh, so, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was really early in so the season. So it wasn't
1: like you blew out the first game of the season. Oh, geez, it's, no, jeez, it's no. quite early. This is, this is stock no, Stand home and away
2: game. Stock stand home and away <laughs> game, and I was, I was a witch's hat. So I oh, thought, Jesus. you know what,
1: I'm done. All right, let's kick it off. What have we got at six this week?
2: Okay, so this one came across from Ed, uh, our man who just finds all our great stories. So this is a great one. So I didn't realise this one. So I'm throwing this at number six. Ricky Stewart, NRL coach, NRL legend player, New South Wales superstar, Canberra, uh, Canberra Raiders superstar he was. Yep, he's been up and down as a coach, premiership he's had a player. Few clubs, he's been at a few clubs. He's apparently can be quite you know hard work hot if headed. he wants to be hot headed. Yep. so he's at Parramatta in 2013, and apparently on a Monday morning after a bad loss, this is during the season about mid year, he's walked in. All well, the players have walked in, and there was 12 names on the whiteboard, and he said, "Boys, see these names, get new- see them, know them." Or you boys are getting a contract at the end of the year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See the name on the board and show yourself just out the door. Just basically
2: sack 12 blokes on mid-year a on a whiteboard.
1: He, if your name's on the board, you're out. Imagine that. Imagine oh.
2: sitting next to the bloke, just giving him a tap on the leg. Bad luck,
1: mate. But the thing is, you're also there for the rest of the year, effectively. Oh,
2: you're walking out then. You're done, surely. Hey, at number five. Not if you're on match payment. Yeah, at number, f- <laughs> number five, uh, a man that we all love. Um... Didn't get sacked from Carlton, but I'm pretty sure they kind of they were happy for him to leave. Got into a little bit of trouble at the end, even though he was a superstar player. Yep. But then finally got to the Brisbane Lions, had a year up there, and after a year, Brisbane said to Fev, "I think it's time to go." Fev. Yeah, into February, into February, the second I think, season. I think it was, what was it, a four year deal? Yeah, it was a it was a it, reasonable sized yeah, deal. It was a huge deal, and it was it was a massive massive call from. From Brisbane to get him up there because they, they got rid of... Talking about sacking. Daniel Bradshaw. They got rid of him. Three-time premiership player. Brought yeah. up Fev. Didn't quite work. Didn't work, old Fev. And was
1: still, like, could have been playing oh, good footy. He was a star, Fev.
2: Fev. He really was. Uh, number five. Now, this is one of the unluckiest men going around when it comes to senior coaching because he got sacked from Carlton as well. But Brett Ratton. Yes. at St. Kilda when they said, you know, we, we're probably going to move on. we don't not sure... Who are we going to look for? We're going to go through every candidate. We're going to look at everybody. And basically about 24 hours later, they got Ross Lyon in. They, it was yeah. fair to so, say Rossi was already coach about mid-season.
1: They've had some weird ones to say. So I remember years ago when I think Malcolm Blight got sacked and Grant Thomas was part of the sacking team and he just took the job. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> smart. It's like, like uh, I feel like the job. So, all right,
2: I think there was a few people who were happy for uh, the Malcolm. great Malcolm Blight. <laughs> yeah, to, to move on. All right, what have we got at three? Uh, number three, um, one of the greatest players I think we've ever seen in our generation been sacked by two clubs, and that's the great Jason Ackermanis. I heard
3: Rowan Smith say that he thinks that I might be remembered for the three premierships and the Brownlows and all these other things, and that uh, I'll be remembered for getting supposedly sacked from, from two teams. Well, Rowan, at least I'll get remembered.
2: <laughs> One of the great drive-bys as you're leaving. He doesn't miss, Acker. He doesn't miss. But two clubs sacking, I mean... Yeah, Brisbane, I think Brisbane wanted to sack him earlier than 2006 because in 2003 grand final, he's doing an article. He used to write an article, yeah. like, which I don't think Lee Matthews was that happy about. But I think he told everybody, he told the world that um, Nigel Lappin had broken ribs going into the grand final oh, in his right. article. Yeah.
1: he. I think Lee Matthews and a few others said that he was great for the team when he was... Playing his best <laughs> footy. Once yeah. he wasn't useful anymore, it was obviously just out the door. So right, one
2: of the best players I've ever seen. Right, play what have again. we got at number two? At uh, number two. Now this is one of the worst sackings in Australian history. This is a man, Damien Drum, in 2001. Fremantle coach had no idea until a media man walked past him. So
3: it's been reported in Melbourne. Oh, yeah. and you've been given the sack. Do you know anything is that? No. Is that true? No. No.
1: Well, you haven't been told. <laughs> so I was just mucking around. You thought they were mucking around? <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, that is a horrible, horrible way to what go way for drumming. go.
1: He's obviously in Western Australia, which is, I think it's 1994, as yeah. we stand. He clearly was caught off guard from the eastern states, and he's like, oh, no, I just thought it was a drumming, joke. Drumming, you realise you've been sacked. What? 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 You're kidding me. You're kidding. <laughs> he's walking into the club. He's, that is a horrible yeah, way that to is, go. That's a poor way to go. Now, talking one?
2: of horrible ways to go, imagine being a coach who takes or is seen as one of the greatest trophies in the history of, in, we'll call it soccer or football. So you've just taken Leicester City. A million to one chance to win the Premier League. And then less than 12 months later, later Claudio Ranieri gets a sack. We are in Champions League, man. That was
1: my dilly next ding, question. dilly dong. Dilly ding, dilly dong. They get to the Champions League. Champions League. They, they
2: hold the trophy. Nobody. I think they were. I think they were 1,000 to one at the start of the season. So... That is what would be the worst sacking, less than 12 months Andre Botticelli yes. is sung
1: at the ground. It's all Gah. happening. The Italians are loving it, and all of a sudden uh, he's been given,
0: 11, given the thing. The we are thing. in Champions League, man. That was
1: my dilly next Dili Dilly dilly dong. <laughs> oh, what a legend, Claudio Ranieri. That is Moons' <laughs> a six-pack great effort. Uh, all thanks uh, to Bet365. Stay with us. Riley Richardson from the Kelpies up next. <laughs> You're listening to The Warm-Up
0: with wall and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The Warm Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose.
1: Welcome back to the warm-up. hope you're enjoying the show this morning. Don't forget you can find the podcast and on our social media channels as well. TikTok's been one of our favourite things to do this year. And we've, we've been able to showcase, Moons, some of the, I guess, stories or teams or people that were spoken about on the show.
2: Legendary teams.
1: Well, we've got one joining us on the line right now. In fact, we've been a bit 50-50 on this team over the fo- few weeks gone by. Mate. But I'm, I'm all in. I know you are. I fell off last a couple of weeks ago, so we'll we'll discuss all of that. Joining us on the line from the Australian National Men's Netball Team, the Kelpies, uh, is Riley Richardson. Riley, welcome to you, mate. Thanks for joining us.
3: Good morning, Willow. Good morning, Moon. Thanks for having me.
1: Mate, we have been following this very closely. It popped up out of nowhere for us. I know it wouldn't have popped up out of nowhere for you, <laughs> but... Um, This is an incredible story, and it's about time that men's sport got a bit of a push. (laughs) (laughs) How, firstly, the Kelpies, mate, that incredible, you've had some games against New Zealand and England, I think, over the last month. Um, Firstly, how the hell has this not crossed our radar Mm. in the past?
3: Oh, I wish wish it had come on sooner. Um, Probably the biggest change for men's netball and for the Kelpies is that um, from last year, we've gotten a bit of prime time. Um, so we've been on KO since last year for our Trans-Tasman Series first New Zealand. Um, I think that's been a big, important step in getting men's, net, men's netball uh, a bit more noticeable. And that's probably, I think, Moons, you were saying that's how you came across mm. it.
1: Yeah, well, I want to play some audio first, Moons. This is uh, Cam Mooney speaking about men's netball probably about a month ago.
2: So I was basically uh, I was watch, about to watch the cricket the other night. I thought I'll jump on KO and I'll just have a look at the pre-game. And next to it, there was this international men's netball. End up watching the first half; it was outstanding. Really, men were absolutely flying. So, men's international netball, Australia, New Zealand, Australia, New Zealand. It's going to take off. Give it ten years, I'm telling you, we'll be world dominant. What
1: sort of, there you go, world dominant. I think we already are. I think aren't we already we? are. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's only three teams,
2: and we're the best one out of three. Already well dominant. Well done, Riley.
1: Good work, Riley, mate. Um. Yeah, amazing to uh, have that sort of coverage. And how how has it been received? Because I've seen it covered everywhere at the moment.
3: Um, it's been really good. I think um, people who are already in the game have really appreciated the athleticism of mm-hmm. men's netball. Um, I think um, people that are new to the sport as well have also probably appreciated that as well. I think you know there is maybe a little bit more athletic players than the women's game, um, and our tactical warfare is um, sort of coming up to scratch as well. That's also. Sort of been an area where women's has been had the upper hand, but now that we're getting more time in the high performance space uh, with the women's teams as well, we're really starting to learn a bit more as well. And um, yeah, on the whole, it's really well received.
2: Look, it is exciting because I think uh, I saw a game last week or the week before. I think it might have been one of the, the tall, what is it, the black nets? Oh. You, you got actually netball. dunked it. We you, actually dunked it. When you're trying to guess New Zealand teams, you've got to be really yeah, careful because right. they've uh,
1: they've had some controversy over the time. But what I mean, a, yeah,
2: to see to see a dunk in netball, I mean, that's just something that uh, we probably never thought we were gonna see.
3: I mean, you can't technically dunk it. it's a bit of a trick of the rule. <laughs> it was a, it was un- more of a placement a in a sliding there. hand moment.
1: Um I guess um, for us, and we've sort of been taking it in, the athleticism of the men and the the speed of the game is amazing. But I do have a bone to pick with the Kelpies. Oh, go on then. A couple of weeks ago...
2: uh, I just want you to know, Riley, he's on his own on this one. I loved it.
1: We saw New Zealand (laughs) rock out the men in black, which I thought, to be fair, was kind of cool. They Mm -hmm. in the Fast Five competition. Um, I just want to play you back, and I'm, I'm owning up to these comments, and I'm owning them... This is what I had to say on the back of your nutbush last week. They rolled out a bit of Tina Turner nutbush, city limits. So could you be any more cringe? (laughs) It was embarrassing. Now, I said in my comments also, Riley, in my defence, that I felt as though everyone there wanted to play for Australia but weren't necessarily that committed to the nutbush. Am I wrong? (laughs) How does this work?
3: (coughs) Well, I think that's that's probably a fair statement. I actually didn't attend Fast Five this year, but I did last year. Um, and you you know coming in that you've got to you've got to have a bit ready. Like you get like yeah, sixty seconds of prime time, and you know before one of the games, so you have to turn up and you have to put something on because Fast Five is sort of like like the T Twenty of cricket. Like it's it's meant to be a bit more consumer based, a bit more interactive, a bit more fun and free. So um, we did a bit to. Uh, physical by Dua Lipa and just sort of tried to hype the crowd up. I like that. Uh, See, uh, I like can get that.
1: behind that. I just, the nut bush for me was, I don't know, I think compared to Men in Black when the New Zealand had the sunglasses on, they yeah, just seemed right. to they be a bit well. cooler.
2: They didn't do it well. well they though. didn't
1: do it well, but they, it was a better our boys, track. Our, boy, our boys nailed it. <laughs> hey, the, what, is the, I mean, just, what is the conversation around preparing for something like that? You've got a game to play.
3: Yeah, well, I think, Last time we went, we need something that's really high impact and we just really tried to rev the crowd up with that. Um, but easy to implement because, you know, not everyone's a dancer. Um, not everyone's blessed with the move. So you've got to make something that everyone can do. So I reckon that was probably a little bit of the uh, thought process behind it.
2: Hey, Riley, what's the future for men's netball going forward? I mean, we've just seen the fast five and I think there's, what well, we got Australia, New Zealand, I think England. How many other international men's teams are we going to have in the next you know three to five years
3: Yeah, um it's coming along really nicely actually we had south africa at the fast five tournament this year for the first time which is a a great step up um and it is probably the big four sort of similar to um women's netball in that australia new zealand england south africa um and jamaica are the big probably the big five um so we're starting to see more, particularly in uh, growth in the Asian region. So we're sending our under-23s over to a six-nations comp that includes uh, Singapore and Malaysia and yep. Hong Kong in yep. December. Um, and the world's first um, men's netball congress is happening in a couple of weeks' time in Singapore. So we're really hoping that eventually we're going to have this um, like global thing to achieve to aspire for like the women have the world cup and the com games. We're hoping that that's not too far away for Kelpies. And Singapore slingers are coming yes, in.
1: Yeah, they're kind of have a side, <laughs> but I mean, the Commonwealth game seems like a no brainer. Am I right?
3: It does. Well, I mean, it, it does to us, but it is, um, <laughs> I think at an Olympic level too, it's about making sure that the sport is participated in by both genders. So um, hopefully more promotion for the men's game being.
2: Look, more if you guys cetera. make the Commonwealth Games, I just want to say, as a 44-year-old man, I am still fit and I am willing to put my hand up to be in this team because I love it. They, I, had, I, I want to go to the Com Games. I
1: think the Cowpies have a bit more respect for the refereeing and the umpires <laughs> in the sport. You've been sent off a
3: few times because you know what? It's issue, actually <laughs> it's actually a
2: lot more physical than than you if you actually watch it. It's very physical, Riley, isn't it?
3: And that's it. That's it. Just within the confines of the rules. But yeah, you can yeah. throw a bit of. I, saw you, right right I saw you throw an elbow. Don't worry have about that. you done
1: some netball with the bounce, guys? Haven't you, in the past? Yeah, yeah. I can shoot it, don't I? No, I. I no, you didn't shoot well, but I I remember you doing it as, as a TV slot. So, hey, look, we're going to keep a close eye on this, Riley. We're really impressed uh, with what you guys are doing. As I said off the top, it's about time men's sport was pushed to the top of the pile. <laughs> Haven't had the opportunities in the past. Mate, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thanks for having a bit of fun with us as well. We look forward to seeing you guys in action uh, soon. And hopefully, uh, you know, Olympic Games, Commonwealth Games are on the cards in the future.
3: My pleasure, boy. Thanks for having thanks, me. Thanks, Riley.
1: Riley Richardson, one of the Calpies, joining us on this week's show. Hopefully they'll come up with something better than a nut bush uh, for next season. Stay with us. Plenty to come this morning. The Marketplace up next. All thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. You're listening to The
0: Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The warm up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose.
1: Yeah, welcome back to the warm up this morning. Still plenty to come. Their marketplace, not too far away. All thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Moons, I know the Big Bash has started this week. We've got the first test coming up, the West Test uh, in Perth later in the week, which I'm looking forward to. So some of the test stars have played in the Big Bash for a one-off game and then off they go. I don't necessarily see the point in Mm -hmm. that, but I'm glad they're playing anyway. I, I feel like the AFL season, and NRL fans may feel the same, is it? The AFL season seems to be crimping over the cricket season even more and more. And it doesn't feel like cricket season.
2: Don't worry. Everybody's trying to take somebody's territory.
1: Yeah. It feels like, I know the Big Bash is starting this week. Great. I know the Test is starting this week. But I haven't got into that cricket season feeling this year. I don't know. Maybe I need a Test match to get me going.
2: Well, I think the Test match is when I think we all believe cricket season starts. I mean, Big Bash has been great. I think Big Bash needs a lot of work, needs to do a lot of work to win a lot of us back. Yeah. I think it's been, the last few years have been, well, it hasn't been great, let's be honest. They've diluted the product, and so I haven't been that excited about the start of the season.
1: And nor have I, and I I see it in a weird way, similar to the A-League, where years ago we had all these stars, like your Del Piero's coming, your Dwight York's, and we were looking forward to seeing those guys. Yeah, now Kevin we don't, Peterson's yeah. But now we don't really have them. Bravo's. So, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm some, with you on you've that. got some talented cricketers. Don't get me wrong, superstar, talented cricketers. But no, not no, much profile. no. Yeah. So, uh, big bash uh, already underway in the first test. The West Test starts. So this you've week, given them a drive by.
2: But yeah, what 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 are you actually uh, selling? I just
1: feel like no, no, no. I'll get to that in a second. But I just feel like that I want it to be cricket season. I'm just not feeling it at the moment. Maybe because we had the Ashes and the World Cup. As well during the winter, we've had, we've had we've a, had a lot, lot of cricket, cricket. and the, yep. v-
2: like literally, have just come off the World Cup.
1: Yeah, and an unbelievable T Twenty series as well, which was a waste of time. <laughs> All right, let's get into the marketplace.
2: <laughs> the marketplace for Bet Three Six Five. It's never
0: ordinary at Bet Three Six Five. <laughs> Chances are you about
1: to lose. Yeah, it's the marketplace for buying and selling something in the world. Oh, of I can't sport. believe
2: you're selling this. Like, this is yeah. blasphemy.
1: This is two weeks in a row we've sold the NBL. You sold them last week for not having starting positions. Yeah, in the... but that
2: was fair enough.
1: Well, you haven't heard this yet. This, yeah, can be well,
2: this can't be fair This can't be right.
1: This can be right, and it is right. So uh, the NBL, love the NBL. And I speaking about sports taking territory and doing a good mm. job, the NBL is one of those. They've uh, they've really embraced this period. They've embraced other sports to come along. You know, you're sitting mm-hmm. front and centre. Yep. Uh, so stars of the game. <laughs> Of other sports. But this week in the NBL, Sydney and Cairns going ahead to head half time. Uh shot clock uh stopped and broke and never came back on. So the NBL this week, have a listen to uh, what happened. There will be no shot clock for the remainder of this game. Well, I thought it was a bit shorter than I thought, Eddie. Um, but that's not okay. sure.
2: Can you play without a shot clock now? No,
1: they shook hands at half time. It was a gentleman's agreement that they would shoot within a certain time period. and Are you that making like that bit up? I am. That part <laughs> is made up. But they had a shot clock on a laptop on the desk.
2: And were they like, you know, in boxing in the last 10 seconds?
1: Three, two, <laughs> shoot! Shoot now!
2: You know, in the last 10 seconds of the boxing, they hear the... That's
1: what it's like, yeah. It was like a little knock, You've yeah. got five seconds and left. Like, yeah, if you don't get rid of it. So it was a gentleman's agreement between Sydney and Cairns that the shot clock didn't work. Surely there is another way on the broadcast or something that we can get a clock running.
2: Do you reckon you just have people at each end just with their fingers and putting their fingers down or like or what 10, you get- 9, 8? Got it.
1: Twenty-four <laughs> people stand up each end, and they bob down as the seconds tick away. And when there's three people left, you go, "Shit, I've got to shoot."
2: <laughs> great cardio for those people. Let me tell you, up and down.
1: What a seat! That'd I be love amazing. that. Yeah, um, no, that's so not no, great. This not week, great. I know it wasn't obviously, you know, like their fault as such, but it's a bit amateur that we've got mm-hmm. a professional sport like that. And there was, I heard a whisper. Well, this is true, actually. Um, US basketball recruiters in the crowd watching the game looking for some stars of the future. Now, of course, that doesn't... Change much, but it doesn't look great. Yeah, it doesn't
2: look great for so, a competition. All right, I'm you with you there. on that one. All right, Fair what enough. are you
1: selling this week? Now,
2: there's a little bit of a radio. Now, I'm not even sure who who I'm whacking here, to be honest, because I've got a swimmer and a footballer who's probably living off his dad's name.
1: At Rugby the league player. Rugby yep. league player. So
2: Cooper Johns was doing a little radio slot uh, for SCN, which I think might have been in dad's contract for Cooper to <laughs> get a spot. Whacky, there. Whack, I'm whack, whack, sure. whack. But he was talking with James Magnuson, now one of Australia's great swimmers, hasn't one of Thought you I'm were going to say
1: one of Australia's great chokers. No, no, I didn't say
2: that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that they smart. had this to say about some AFL players.
1: They had the facilities with us at Amy Park, so we'd always be doing gym when they'd been in there doing gym. Do they do gym? They do. Uh, <laughs> Party weights. <laughs>
3: party no, weights. Party weights. <laughs> I
1: was about to say anything AFL players or did, Jim. <laughs> yeah.
3: They were doing and tries and shoulders before, before they were going to some festivals.
1: So he's had a clip. So when Cooper Johnson was playing for the Storm, training yes. next to the Demons, having a clip saying the AFL players don't really do what he says, Jim.
2: Well, I think the boys are just having a little bit of tongue in cheek here, but let's be honest. I mean, rugby boys are just you just bricks with with eyes. Let's be yeah, honest, right. and swimmers you just twigs. You just just roll the armour. I can't it.
1: imagine league players do much running. All they do is gym. No, and we're
2: talking about the greatest athletes in the world who have to endurance, uh, endurance, power, sprint, all of these type of things, strength. Well, this is what
1: that
3: say about hands the, and
2: feet. The jumpers that you used to wear at Moons.
3: Have you ever wondered about AFL, um, the
1: singlet jerseys? Like of all the sports to get their pipes out, um, and it's the coldest place in Australia. Yeah, and they're wearing the singlets.
2: He's had a, he's doubled down. He's not <laughs> he's having with the bikes. He's not having about with the, the whole game. There has he so I'm giving you. I'm I'm selling Cooper and James on this one. Yeah,
1: no good. All right, this week moons. Okay. I'm buying Amazon Prime. Now I could have sold them. Oh, literally. You, you bought it or yeah? No, nah, me and um, is it Jeff Bezos? <laughs> yeah, Bezos. So um they've actually bought the Cricket World Cup rights for the next World Cup, which is actually not a great thing because it, there's a fair chance it won't be shown on free-to-air <laughs> in Australia. So some people won't be happy about that. But they actually did a one-off game uh, of the NFL last week or over Thanksgiving. Hmm. And as you watch the game on Amazon Prime, the ads that come up on the side of the screen or during the ad breaks are stuff that you look for online and you can put stuff into your Amazon cart and buy it as you're watching the game. So using your remote. Genius. So... Amazing, But what about if you're sitting there watching it with mates or your wife and something that, you yeah.
2: know, Oh, you've bought in an it.
1: adult product comes up going, you've been looking at these yeah. a few times. So do you want to keep this in your basket or not? Like, <laughs> sorry, yeah, definitely in your basket. <laughs> so I'd be sitting there going, I wonder what ads are going to come
2: up. I'm looking yeah, for – Yeah, you probably look, it probably means now you're not going to have friends over to watch sport. Uh, no, because yeah. I'd be worried about what's <laughs> yes. going to – What's going to pop up? Well, or just maybe don't buy those sexy lingerie that you wear. Yeah, so I've given <laughs> them yourself. up, actually. And I've been getting
1: <laughs> bad rashes of late. But I just think it's great, and that's the future of TV, where we're sitting there watching the game. Mm. I reckon it would keep you off your phone a bit more. You'd watch the game. You're, you're getting your ads going, oh, actually, I do need one of them. And you click Remote on it, put it in, in your basket, put in your basket. You get to quarter time, half yeah, time. But at the end of, the, end of the game,
2: you've got about 400 things in your basket and you're about six grand down.
1: Well, if you have a win on the punt...
2: It's win-win. <laughs> win.
1: If you lose, you just empty your basket. I like it. There you go. So I'm buying Amazon Prime. A great, I think that'll come in Australia in in, in years to come, but uh, a good little product, I reckon. What are you buying? Okay,
2: so what I'm buying this week is I think we all love a feud. Yeah, and we course. all love an in-house feud. Mm-hmm. And we've got it this week with uh, Mitch Johnson, Dave Warner, and Candice Warner. I think it's just been... Um,
1: well even George Bailey was in George
2: the mix. Bailey copped a drive by as well. Well and he sort of Yeah and then he yeah he what said he said was strange. depends how you interpret it, but uh yeah, not great. But everybody's just and I I want to know what it's about. Well, I just want to know what it's about. Why do these guys hate each other? They've played in World Cups, Ashes, tours, you name it. So they won everything together. So
1: there's always been this chat, and I I didn't really know this, that the the bowlers not keep to themselves, but they've got their own little um, well, they do, yeah. Fraternity, and so do the, the batters. And so obviously but that's still, what's you, happened. still,
2: you've got years, so 10 years of playing together. Mitchell
1: Johnson's always been a bit left of centre. Yeah. He's a bit of a strange cat sometimes. This is He was having a crack saying, you know, did David Warner really deserve his spot Oh, he, farewell he this he year? He had a real crack. This is Candice Warner before the Ashes this year.
0: They've All got right. one person in their okay. sights. It happens to be Dave.
3: All right, so if
2: Dave doesn't perform in that first test, who do they bring in that's better? It's a good question. Now, At the time, what I will say is, even I've perform. always said this, there is nothing, I don't think there, anything ever comes good of family members, wives or girlfriends or partners, um, talking about their family, their son or their, their partner or whatever in the media. I don't think it, it, it never works. No. It never, and that's why media go for it because they oh, know it they doesn't work it and it's a train wreck. And
1: it's emotional, so you've always got to response. But the
2: problem for Candice is she's actually in the media. Yep. So it she has to answer difference. those questions, otherwise yeah. she's just gonna look silly. Yeah. So she's in a really tough spot. <laughs> yep. But there's nothing worse when you're inside a club room and someone and your teammate's mum or dad or partner has gone to the media and complained. Well, uh, or not I'm not saying Candace has complained, I'm just saying in general. Yep. So straight away you get players on the back foot with their teammate. Straight away.
1: That's it for us. Uh, Thanks for joining us on the warm-up this morning. Don't forget to grab the podcast and jump onto our socials as well to check out all that stuff. Moons, have a good weekend. See you, buddy. All thanks to Bet365. Enjoy your weekend. We'll catch you next week on the warm-up.